Hello and welcome to Nonpointers. We are your hosts, Mark. And Stephen. And Gerald. And today, we will be talking about so many new things that came out over the past two weeks. So stay tuned. Now, Stephen, before we get to all the fun new stuff, I I got to tell you this one thing. So lately, I was working for a client where I had to log in via VPN, and the VPN was browser-based. So the thing ended up being browser, and then it opened up somehow the remote desktop, and it only worked on the Windows. Now, now stay with me here. So, okay, browser, VPN, remote desktop. It turns out that my company somehow installed a policy on my Windows machine, which would always go to the RD gateway of my company. So I could not really log into that server somehow. I just did not want to work. So what I ended up doing is I bought a really, or not bought, I rented a really cheap server in the cloud using Windows 10 and then did the whole jumping around through there. I, I felt like the biggest hack, you know, so first you make it wow. tunnel up an RDP session up to the cloud and then you make a VPN session over to the other server and then you hop in. I, I just should have done it like three or four more times just to add a bit more latency into the whole thing and and also to feel even more like a hacker. But yeah, that was... That was just, I, I found it so cool. I had to tell it everyone and now it's all you. And with that, probably one or two more people. But yeah. I'm flabbergasted. Yeah. And another news topic I heard is Facebook is changing its name. So I think the, the big thing is now, what will be the new name? Will they just go to the, which they dropped when the. going to Facebook? But I, uh, I'm still curious to see what the new name's going to be. But I think it's... They're bringing it as if they're changing the name Facebook, but they're not going to change the name Facebook. I I just mm. cannot imagine. Like, I think it's a an alphabet Google type thing, you know. Like, ah. Google is still there. It's just owned by some name that no one else besides legal when they're in trouble uses. <laughs> um, and since Facebook has a few bits of trouble to go around, um, yeah, maybe those people will use the new name. But I don't think Facebook itself will change. Um, I'm, I'm happily proven wrong. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think so. That's an interesting theory. So in the future, it won't be anymore. Facebook owns WhatsApp. It will be something else. Yeah. Owns WhatsApp. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. see. That's a that that's a move there, isn't it? But it's yeah. it's I don't know. They they say it's because they want to um, prepare for the metaverse, or at least that's that's the title and the headline that goes around. Um, I don't see why they need to change just for that purpose. But yeah, I've, I've jokingly said maybe they're going to go with Feta book after the cheese and metaverse Feta verse. <laughs> I don't Who knows? know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I like Feta. It's, it's, it's nice summer cheese, isn't it? Anyhow. Summer's gone, Mark. Summer's gone. Oh, summer's gone. Yeah, it, it truly has gone, uh, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere in Europe. Days are getting shorter. Leaves are falling off trees, but but you can get some really nice photographs right now uh, since all this is happening. And what has also dropped while well, the leaves have been falling, really bad segue, but stay with me here. Uh, another update of Maui has been released in the meantime uh, with some cool new features, which I know, Stephen, you are like the expert that I know when it comes to these things. So it seems with the new update, Shadows has become a thing that's... Shadows are the best if they work. Um, if they work, 
yeah, apparently they have uh, added quite a few things on the visual end of the of the spectrum. Um, shadows, borders, all that kind of stuff. We also already had gradients. Um, but especially like the, the whole border things and, and shadow things, those are sort of new. Um, obviously, we had frame that had borders. Uh, shadows, I mean. I think it also did borders. I'm not quite sure, but I think it did. Um, but I was all very and very big emphasis on very basic. Um, the shadow was hideous. The borders were lackluster, maybe. <laughs> um, so now what, what I've seen is you can do all the crazy things that your, uh, your designer friend can come up with, um, making dashed borders and all sorts of patterns, uh, individually rounding corners and borders that follow along with that. Um, same thing goes for shadows. So it's... It's pretty much all the flexibility that you'd ever want from that whole thing. Um, I'm happy in that sense because I don't need to port Pancake View over to Xamarin. Uh, Maui. Sorry. Getting used to the new name. Yeah, well, I'll send you some leftover stickers. Um, Oh, that would be nice. But yeah, it's 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 part of the platform. It's just like so much, you know. So pancakes are going away. No more monkeys. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot to take in, you know. Tough to adjust, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, Th- thankfully, the, thankfully, they pushed it out a bit, so I, could, I still got some more yeah, time to adjust yeah. it. You have a bit more time to, to get used to it. Um, but yeah, it's. I, I mean, I've always said, if this ever becomes part of the platform, I'm happily getting rid of the pancakes. Um, they have been festering in a corner (laughs) (laughs) gathering mold and now it's time to throw them out when maui hits so that's good but yeah it it was always like an ends to at least get that kind of stuff in and now it's into the platform so that's that's where it belongs um i'm not sad let's let's put it that way and i think a lot of these changes actually have have been made possible by the maui graphics library um yeah which uh enables a lot of these uh, cool scenarios where you now can draw uh, custom things on the screen, uh, which was a bit harder to do back in the day with Xamarin. So, well, today, <laughs> everyone has to say. Uh, so, I, I mean, usually now when someone says, oh, we got to draw something custom, uh, Skia quite quickly enters the discussion how it could be done. And while I, I don't mind using some Skia, uh, I think it's a really cool framework and I have seen very cool things being done with it. Uh, This new approach actually does not rely on Skia, so it uses native drawing parts. And I'm not the expert here to know if it's what's better or worse, but I just think uh, having a dependency less in your app can be an appealing thing to do. And with these graphics things, so you can draw all these nice custom based pieces and you can now do these shadows. And I have been told, or I've seen that the the way how you can apply these shadows is, is a quite if, if you come from the wpf space it, it feels quite similar so you can now apply all these attributes uh, onto onto your square or or your circle or whatever form you want to have and then just mingle around and the same goes with the borders and i think that's that's quite cool so you can just like attach these things to existing shapes uh instead of uh before it was sometimes uh fixed with one control and if you wanted to have it with something else it you had to do it on your own and then you could look up how it's set bigger i think this this is really really cool that you got now this like plug and play architecture way in your ui to to use stuff so you're you're telling me hash shadow equals true is not flexible enough for you 
Uh, yes, uh, ob- okay. obviously, yeah, because it's, it's just a Boolean is never flexible enough. You know, I want to have it half true. I want to. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but yeah. I mean, you, you can, you can, you can, you can think set now the the, the space, how much, uh, how much it takes up, and, and uh, the opposite, and all, all, all these cool things that I'm now mixing up in my head, but that you yeah. want whenever you talk with the designing says, well, can you make this like two pixels more like this and that, and you just go like, sure, sure, let me. That rewrite the entire shadow implementation see um yeah it's it's just great that it's in there now um and it's it's using the native stuff like you said core graphics on ios android graphics on android etc etc so that's that's definitely very cool yeah speaking about cool stuff i mean last time we spoke about the hacktober thing going on so how how is your hacktober going so fast ian not not massively great um massively great no, I've I've seen some people join in on my little MVP app project and and add some things, which some have been merged, some I still mean to check out. Um, and I'm I'm glad that I could register as a maintainer because then I don't need to make the PRs myself to get <laughs> to be eligible for things. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, well, I still did a few PRs, but there were minor things that I still had lying around anyway. Um, I didn't exactly specifically wait for, for October. If I see you, I see you thinking. Yeah. But yeah. No. no, I mean, I mean, for me, I mean, I think I said it last time on the show, uh, I thought Hacktober is a, is a great reminder that I sometimes want to be more active and then life happens. And so I, I try to, to actually even contribute to your project, Stephen. I'm sure you noticed that, um, as the observant guy that you are. And then, and then uh, I thought you made I, PRs. I, could, I made PRs. Yes, yeah, I made another synonym of mine. Uh, but yeah, then, then suddenly life happens again, and so for me, it's always it feels always like so cramped having to do it like in October. I mean, I remember beginning of October was like okay, and then I got just got swamped with work, and that's how life goes. And especially thing like right now, uh, where we live in Europe, uh, life is starting to get again a bit more open. You can visit again restaurants. You have to meet again friends. Did I just say have to? I might have. Uh, and <laughs> I have to meet friends. Yeah, have to go out Christ. again. You know, like put on a jacket, walk. It's whoo, yeah. All these things uh, are happening right now again. And uh, yeah, sometimes I just prefer meeting people in real life than sitting more hours in front of my computer. Going along, I think that should be okay too. But uh, yeah, th- I think there have been some really cool contributions uh, around this Hacktober. I've witnessed a few, and I-, I really like the spirit of it. I mean, I've know I know that Hacktober. I think last year it was when it really reached its pinnacle of people doing nonsense contributions. Uh, <laughs> but I really like the spirit of it. You know, it's just, I-, I, c- I can fully get behind that. And I'm-, I'm looking forward to to hearing some cool uh, news announcements around Hacktober. What what might have been pushed forward during these months. Another open source project that is near and dear to our heart is .NET 6. Even though Maui will no longer be part of the bandwagon of .NET 6 uh, in a final edition, it will be coming out in a preview edition. Uh, I've, I've lately been playing a bit more around with the preview bits, and I, I just noticed this minimal everything. Did, did you did you have the chance to play around with these console apps that are suddenly... So, so you create this... Steven's shaking his head. No. No. Uh, so <laughs> this scares me, Mark. This yeah. this is I'm I'm getting really scared. 
Yeah, no, so, so, I, so I finally got some time to play around with the, with the console apps and the new Visual Studio Hot Reload stuff, and, and it's it's really cool. Uh, it just blows your mind once you get to play around with these things. It's a really great uh, productivity improvement. And the last time I opened up Visual Studio 2022, pre, the preview thing, it just asked me, are we good enough to be a work editor thing? And I just thought, uh, yeah, I just have to get this one thing done for work, and then, yeah, it... it it bombed out to me. I really wanted to click the yes button, but it just it, the, the tests just didn't run all through. There were just some that just wouldn't start, and I don't know why. And then I opened up Visual Studio 2019, and all was running, all was green. So yeah, it, it's still a preview thing, but if you get to play around with it, really cool. And this minimal everything. So the easiest thing that you can do is make a console application. I mean, I know Stephen, for you, the easiest thing to do is design a, a beautiful canvas. Different colors. Design a console pancakes. application. Yeah, design a console application. And uh, so, so yeah, but the thing is, it, there's no program. There's no main. It's just system right line standing right in front of you and saying, hello world. And at the first okay. moment, you just go like, okay, that's on. Uh, interesting and cool. And then suddenly you notice like the normal template was gone. There, there is no more, please give me the, the old clunky template with all the things that I can then start changing around. You have to build those in back manually. And Stephen, I, I don't know how to write those things. They, they've been generated for me for, for years. I I got no idea how to write a console application from scratch. So yeah, I, had to I, open I up, wouldn't either. I had to open up an old one to just find out how I how I can do that. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they will still add those templates. Maybe someone from the community will step up and provide those templates in Visual Studio so I can get again my clunky uh, and uh, not a bit more messy uh, console and web applications, but it's—I must say—it's—it's it's so fun. You you write so little code, and there's so much going on. And also, like with these, uh, they improve the way how lambda handling is being done in C sharp ten. And when you use that together with the new minimal APIs, you can pass in these lambda function blocks, and it will have improved type recognition, all that. And it just looks—it it looks so nice. I'm just I'm just already a bit scared to one day opening up a minimal project uh, with a 10,000 line one single project everything done in there. That that's in the back of my head but I'm I'm sure that will I, I hope that I I really hope that won't happen to me <laughs> in the future. Yeah, I've I've seen like these snippets of this this very very minimal thing going around but it, I I haven't dared venturing into it. So uh, I'm just not used to it. That's that's probably the biggest problem. Yeah, and then life happens, right? So yeah, but it, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. So I know, Stephen, you're a huge mobile fan. So did you did you already see the new Surface Duo, the mobile phone with the flip with the two screens, so you can flip and swing uh, around? The the new one. I've the I've seen one. the one that's been around for a while. Is there a new one? Yeah, the two came out. Uh, oh. it's, it's got some performance improvements. Um, oh. That the feelings are the reviews that I'm reading. They're still a bit mixed. I mean, they say it's it's a it's an improvement over the first generation. I got mm -hmm. improved hardware. You also got like this glimpse mode. So if you put it together like a sandwich, you can then you can then like look in, into the side and then you can see corners. I think Samsung did that once uh, a couple of years okay. back, where they make these curved screen thing. When that was a thing, I I might now just like totally burn this thing to the ground with this next remark. But okay, it, I it. still kind of get the feeling that it's like what used to be my old pen PDA 
type device. Oh, now you're being it, a bit harsh. Now you're being a bit I, harsh. I don't know, man. I, I just can't. <laughs> I can't see myself. Use, I've never seen one. So I'm going out like completely blank here. But I don't know. It's it's just not for me, probably. Like well, if I can see people like people can draw on it well then i'd say if you're really into drawing go grab an ipad pro or something like that obviously costs more money i get that but you can do all your meetings and all your things well i, I don't know i'm just getting old probably probably yeah. that's what just what's old, happening here. old and grumpy that's what's old happening. grumpy boring guy yeah that, that's that's you gotta, like, you gotta start at some point that's that's the truth yeah, but I mean, so so the Surface Surface Two was released, and there is a you can use a pen, as you said. And what they also did is there used to be the Surface Book, which you could then detach the the screen as a mm -hmm. tablet yeah. and so. And I actually have one, the two, and I thought it, it when it came out, I thought it was the coolest thing ever, um, especially because you could I could use the screen, I could turn it around different configurations, and uh, I used it quite a lot uh, before I started using my Mac more. Which has nothing actually to do with uh, with Surface Book, but anyhow, the they didn't bring out a Surface Book Four. They brought out a a new computer, the Surface Laptop Studio. Now, uh, if you remember back, there was the Surface Studio, which was a desktop PC, uh, just a single screen with a base station, and you could swivel the screen so you could like bring it down and start mm -hmm. drawing on it with a with a nice pen. And they now have somehow brought that concept to a to a laptop. So you can now uh, click the screen away. Uh, it's got, I think, uh, a, stand, a fixed standing position. So you, you cannot have it at fully uh, adjustable angles. Mm -hmm. That was not in there. But um, yeah, you can you can fold it all the way back and you, and you can draw on it. And I think it looks interesting. I, I don't know about this. I mean, whenever I see screenshots, I always think like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the... The fixed angle already kills like half the market because if you're really into drawing, you, you're probably going to want to adjust that to a position that suits you, I would say. Um, but yeah, yeah, that 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 is true. The fixed angle is a bit is a bit a bummer. I mean, if you if you think about the Surface um, Tablet, Surface Pro, uh, they brought up a new edition. There, you could already put the hinge always back into different positions. But um, what what I always found a bit strange on the surface pro is like it, when it gets warm you have to draw it with it on your hand it just felt a bit strange but what they what they brought out with is this new they brought out a new pen and it actually it, it vibrates slightly and so when you draw on a screen it should feel more like paper so i'm looking forward to one day walk past one of those laptops and try it actually out if it really feels like paper um because i know it's quite hard to fool the brain into thinking something but when it works, it's it's quite magic. I mean, the Apple trackpad, I am still astonished that that thing is actually not moving an inch when you push on it and all the clicking is and the haptic feedback is pure fake. I Yeah, that, that still blows my mind. But I'm a slow learner. That's that. And we can't, I think, but, uh, but speaking about blown minds, um, I think there was this other event, this minor thing from Apple. Uh, with <laughs> quite a ton of releases, so new AirPods uh, were released. They look now a bit more like the Pro versions, but without the rubber thing. So that was a um, a thing that came out. New HomePods in new colors. New HomePods. Yeah. Who doesn't you have one? Me. 
Well, but now they come in different colors, so I think now they might be more appealing to you. And you can get a special Apple Music plan with a reduced price, which you can only use via Siri. Okay. Yeah. Um, like I, I recently, sort of, sort of recently, a few weeks ago, got a Google Hub. Um, is it is the Google Hub? I think it's called the Google Hub. Um, I've talked to it and asked it to play my playlist, and it's played everything but my playlist. <laughs> um, I had the mo- the nice moments, yes. So uh, a Siri only HomePod. I yeah. I'd love from our listeners to <laughs> inform us how that works, if anyone has that. Anyhow, so you can get those HomePods, and you they also released... I, I don't know if they released it at this event, but it has, it has been popped up on the site notes that they now have got a wiping cloth for a mere $19. So what hmm. this wiping cloth can do is, whenever you have a display with glass, that might be a phone, it could also be a laptop screen, it also might be a pro screen, whatever. You can now wipe away dust or fingerprints using that special cloth, which, okay. uh, yeah. And does said cloth work on my brand new HomePod? Yes, yes, absolutely. It will, it will also work on those. Um, oh, so, wow. so, yeah, only for $19 extra. I mean, if you compare it to the price that you pay for an iPhone or an iPad or whatever i mean this is this is like i anything yeah yeah i anything i mean it's just yeah and it doesn't have a charge port in the middle or something like <clears throat> nothing, that nothing nothing you, you don't stupid. have to you also don't have to plug it in somewhere it's just oh. yeah but uh so, wow. so so yeah but i mean the, the fun the, the hilarious thing was like it already sold out and i think you can't get it until december so if you were planning to get this for your wife as a christmas present it might not yet be available but you might find different cloths that do the exact same thing for a lot less money. Just saying, just uh, I was I was told, uh, or I I learned it the hard way that you never should use a microfiber cloth to wipe your screens because they tend to more scratch the screens mm-hmm. than doing that. But yeah, so there's some planning ahead of what kind of material you use to wipe screens. Going on, I think those two were not actually the main things after Apple went. I think the main thing was actually the new Apple Silicon hardware. Uh, Gerald, the former host on the show, uh, he has got a MacBook with an M1 chip in it. Stephen, I know you recently bought a Mac and you thought, now nah, I'm playing it safe, I'll get the Intel version. And Yeah, well, it's it's been a while. Um, like M1 was really pretty new back then. Um, so yeah, I definitely was like, I'm going to go freelance. I don't really want to risk it that some of the stuff that I'm supposed to do doesn't work on that new machine. So, yeah, played yeah. it safe. But so, so they brought out the M1 Pro, which has got 10 CPUs and some GPUs and some AI kernels and all that. It so has all the things. All the things. And then they brought out the M1 Max, which has got all the things plus. Plus uh, more of the things. Plus more of the things. So, so I think the main difference is the Pro has got ten CPU kernels, and the Max has got even has got more GPU uh, kernels in there. And with the Pro, you can go up to thirty-two gigabytes of RAM, which will be mm-hmm. shared with the graphics card, which is a cool thing because it doesn't mean that that you have to copy it from CPU space into GPU space, which takes some time. And the same is true for the the 64 gigabyte version so 
my take of this is as a developer and as someone who does not make the most appealing graphical demos, I think I would be fine with the pro version. Just, just saying. Yeah, yeah, I'd uh, I'd settle for that as well. Especially considering the price tags, because uh, the the M1s. I mean, if you if you compare them to other laptops that you could buy, uh, they were quite reasonably priced. I mean, one could say for Apple standards, they were cheap. And these new ones, they are back in the more Appleish era area of pricing. So we are talking. You can easily spec out a machine that is four thousand or six thousand uh, dollars worth of pricing. Yeah. That's a good car. Yeah, let's say let's say a few nice dinners too, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a few, just a few, just one or two. Yeah, but I, I I was thinking maybe my my laptop so far did not yet drop to the ground, so I I don't need yet a new one. But what I thought was really interesting is so all these new Apple laptops you can you can no longer buy an Intel based laptop only used. So you, you have got one of the last generation Intel based. Apple laptop, Stephen. So you're you're telling me I can sell this for more than I paid? I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's not a collector piece yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. But maybe maybe if you tell it, it was owned by the Stephen the Listen. I mean, to this. Mm, mm, mm. Not yet convinced. I, I don't think that uh, adds a lot of value. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've heard um, people actually yesterday tell me that they bought a new one. And that was indeed spec'd out all the way up to I don't know a lot, <laughs> and he was he was basically telling the story like my previous one had this amount of RAM and it lasted me for seven years, so maybe I should just take a little bit more this time so it lasts me a bit longer even, and you know it's it it quickly adds up price wise because you're just going like oh well, maybe I should just take a little bit more of this and a little bit more of that yeah. And yeah, then yeah, it's, all of a sudden it's, it's, you have a very expensive laptop. Th- there were some interesting changes that came along with those laptops, not just the prices. So uh, Apple no longer only has USB-C ports on their sides. So now you get, uh, it's actually, they use Thunderbolt, but they look like USB, technical detail. So you get now again <laughs> the MagSafe. So that was uh, on former laptops where it is a magnetically attached charging port. So if you trip the wire, uh, the laptop should stay in its place and only the human falling over and the cable being ripped out should be a problem. Uh, So that, I think that's quite cool. Uh, They, they even left the headphone jack in it. That's wow. I, I, I don't actually quite understand why they even got rid of the MagSafe to be honest, but probably reasons. Um, Rumors, rumors have it that Johnny Ive, since Johnny Ive left, they have rolled back a few design decisions that he made back in the day. Okay. So, yeah. So Johnny probably looked at a chart. How many MagSafe devices are out there currently? Not enough? Okay. Let's kill it. And then we bring it back later so people will have to rebuy their MagSafe stuff. Well, he, he left Apple, so he did not see his ingenious evil plan through. But so yeah. you get you get the Thunderbolts. You even get a HDMI port. Uh, which you can plug in, and a SD card reader, which I think is quite cool because uh, whenever I don't have a SD card dock thing, so that's one of the use cases I sometimes still use my Surface Book 2 for, um, is to plug in an SD card to get some information of it and uh, when I'm not using Windows for other things. But yeah, so I, I think it's I think it's cool uh, because what they are trying to go for is I think a lot of these... Uh, 
professionals that use a lot of graphic intense stuff or video editors or, or media specialists. And when you're out in the field shooting with a camera or the video camera, wouldn't it be nice to just get that information off and into the laptop and hmm. then work with it? And these new M M1 chips, they they seem to be up for the task. So you can you can do some really heavy graphics processing and some really intense video uh, in work on on a battery. So that's the other thing. I mean, if you're using the M1 plugged in or on battery, it does not make a difference. And when you use a Intel based chip and you're not plugged in, it usually will go down with the performance that it can provide just to improve battery life. Yeah, speaking of battery life, it's apparently kind of amazing on these new models. Um, they say that the 14-inch goes 17 hours playing video, so you can binge watch your favorite Netflix show oh, yeah. for approximately 17 hours on that one. Um, and apparently the 16-inch one for 21 hours. So that's yeah. almost a, a day marathon of whatever you watch on Netflix, Mark. Taking aside that it's watching video, and there's also like the browsing the web, which is a, a lower number um, for whatever reasons. Um, but I mean, 21 hours, I think that's that's unparalleled for. I mean, that's the longest battery life I've ever heard in a laptop. And it's the longest life battery life that Apple has had in, in a laptop ever. And that's just, I think that's like super cool because I mean, if you look at the power and we're still waiting for the benchmarks, they're still out. Uh, so we don't know how, how fast they really are. I mean, they made some really nice charts and comparing them to some laptops. And they actually even wrote down the laptops that they're comparing it to. Um, it will be it will be nice to then see these real-life um, charts coming out, which should be probably hitting the interwebs uh, when this show comes out. But, yeah, I'm, I, I, I just really like looking at those charts and comparing those things. I know not everybody's into that, but, hey. And it's it's also like... Is, is watching 21 hours of video, is that a reasonable test? Like, obviously, it's it's a measure of something. But it, I think if you're actually testing, like, the things that we do, browsing, Wi-Fi, screen brightness, all that kind of stuff, I, I wonder what numbers you clock in then, if it's really that much better. But yeah, that's, people that's will true. test it probably to its limits. I'm still, I'm still waiting for the one single test. How long will the battery live while being on a video call? I mean, no one has, as far as I, I've never found those tests. I'm not naming any of those offerings by name. Not not Microsoft Teams, not Zoom, not Slack, not any of those. I'm just okay. saying, in general, it would be just it would be interesting how that works out. Because whenever I am on site with a customer and I don't have the power brick plugged in all the time and I have to go onto a call. That battery drains down so fast. Maybe a fun test would be to just open a tab of Chrome and do nothing and watch <laughs> it use one gigabyte of RAM for I don't know how long and see what happens. I mean, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But they did actually design a special, or that's how Apple introduced it during the event. They redesigned this Airflow, which is now super special. And uh, yeah, mm. humans have it. It's especially designed for these video calls because that's the only time you probably have to put on the fan and the other times it will just be silent. Okay, fun. Video calls, who does those, right? Damn. So I think the, the only question left, Stephen, here is are you a notch guy or not? Because there is now a notch on the screen that is around the video camera, 1080p video camera. So that's a bump from 720p. Uh, but 
yeah, it, it's there's no face ID or anything going on there. I, I, was it also true because I, I read that somewhere I think that the 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 screen border was sixty percent smaller, like the black screen border. I think it was smaller than the previous models as well. It looks um, it looks thinner on the screenshots for sure. Yeah, but then you have a notch, so why not just leave the screen border and you don't have a notch? But maybe 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 that's just me. Um, I, am I a notch guy? But I don't know. I have a phone that has a notch, but. I don't know. On a laptop, it 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 was a bit odd on a phone, but I got used to it. It's a bit odd on a laptop. Probably get used to it. As long as it doesn't come to the watch, I think I'm fine, personally speaking. Oh, yeah. But then a camera on the watch, that, that would be... Unnerving. Totally useless. <laughs> well, it's it's been done in the past, so who knows? Maybe it will come back, but that's that, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd rather they invest money in putting a laser underneath the crown. So I can be a bit James Bondy. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why needed. we don't. That that's why we don't put it there, Stephen. Because you, James Bondy, they just don't mix well together. Oh darn it! Yeah. And on that, that's been it. This has been so many new things uh, which we just had to talk about. Hold on, Mark, because I want to take this opportunity to congratulate our former friend. Oh, well, it's not a former friend. <laughs> former friend. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship over. We've unfriended him immediately. <laughs> But our former colleague, at least in this podcast, because Gerald today, as we are recording, has reached 10,000 subscribers on his YouTubes. And that is not worthy of a play button per se, but it is something. It's a nice round number and just a well, well-deserved congratulations from our part. Yeah. Congrats, Gerald. Well done. Now you may wrap it up. <laughs> and after this, one more thing. Uh, we will wrap Ooh. up our show on so many new things that have happened, including the 10K subscribers for jail. Super cool. We have been your hosts, Mark Alibone. And Stephen Davison. And let us know, will you buy those new fancy MacBooks or any of the new fancy Surface hardware? We are on Twitter at NullPointers.io. Our DMs are open. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Stay safe. And until next week, on NullPointers.io.